Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. Retired U.S. Army General Michael Flynn was on the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus here in Edmond, Oklahoma, earlier this week. It was such an exciting couple days. He flew in on Sunday and immediately got a tour of the campus and attended an encore performance of Celtic Throne. After Celtic Throne, he talked with people, took pictures for a while, and then attended a banquet in the balcony of Armstrong Auditorium. The next morning, he went for a swim in the pool and then sat poolside for a radio interview with 96.9 The Eagle here in Oklahoma. That was only about 10 or 15 minutes long, probably. And then later that morning, he took a visit to Imperial Academy, visited our young K through maybe fourth grade, fifth grade students and took pictures with them and and talked with them and played with them. He listened to them sing a song as well. And after that, he went on the Trumpet Daily with Mr. Stephen Flurry and did an interview. And he also recorded a second part of that interview to be played on Tuesday. After that, he went to a luncheon at the field house. My family was privileged to attend that. He immediately picked up my son Rush and my, my son was trying to show him with his fingers that he's three years old, <laughs> but he doesn't quite know how to put up three yet. So he put up one. We, we tried to tell him, hey, put up, put up more fingers. He put up two and finally he got to three and the whole room started applauding. He really, General Flynn really likes to be around the children. He knows that they're the next generation of leaders and that they need to be taught the right way. During the luncheon, Mr. Flynn really expressed how impressed he is with the campus and with the families that he saw. And a lot of people uh, who just really served him with a smile. I got to sit at a table with his personal assistant and then the son of Mr. Flynn's chief of staff. And they're a couple of great guys as well, younger guys. Just a really enjoyable time and, and such a privilege to be in the same room as Mr. Michael Flynn. Then Mr. Flynn went straight from the luncheon on Monday to the Dwight Armstrong Performing Arts Conservatory, where he spoke to the older Imperial Academy students. So earlier in the day, he'd visited the younger ones at the school. And then later in the day, he spoke to the older IA students for an hour and a half. Then he went straight over to Armstrong Auditorium for a meet and greet with our staff members. And then right after that, at six o'clock, there was a public engagement where the public could come in and listen to his lecture as well. And that was quite the event 
There was music. There was a video. There was a question and answer session that was pretty wild as well. And then, of course, after that, people thronged Mr. Flynn in the lobby and he spoke to all of them. He really gave of his time nonstop while he was here in Edmond. Now, this was a pretty major event. The former national security advisor to Donald Trump, someone who was basically slandered out of office after just 22 days, visiting the heart of Oklahoma. And you would think the local news would jump all over this. You would think the national news would even pay a little bit more attention to what Michael Flynn is doing now. And yet I could only find one article about Mr. Flynn's visit to the campus. Why is that? Why are people so quiet? Why is the news media so quiet about General Michael Flynn? This is an article from the City Sentinel located in Oklahoma City. Michael Flynn bonds with Trump conservatives, students, families, and fellow veterans during visit to Edmonds Armstrong College. So Patrick McGuigan wrote that. And it's the only article you can find about Mr. Flynn's awesome engagement here in Edmond. It says here uh, that we have a state-of-the-art facility. It talks about how Michael Flynn was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency for Barack Obama, who, of course, hated Michael Flynn and did not extend his term in that job. Michael Flynn was basically persecuted for years. He was in the courts for years. Uh, he was set up and lied to and lied about for years until finally in 2020, a special counsel decided, you know what? Michael Flynn never should have been prosecuted in the first place. The Department of Justice was abusing its authority. This article is really an, a, a wonderful example of actual journalism. It gives the facts. Who knows the personal opinion of this writer? But at least he gave the facts. Michael Flynn in Edmond, a big event. And yet only the city sentinel of Oklahoma City wrote about this. The article here describes the Philadelphia Trumpet as a widely read publication focused on matters of faith, public policy, and morality. And then Mr. Stephen Flurry described Michael Flynn as a real fighter who is presenting solutions. He has been generous with his time while here. He loves his wife, his country, his family, and loves to serve. The article goes on to explain how Michael Flynn's only prepared notes <laughs> were the U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So he had a, a, a tiny, basically a pocket version of those important documents. He, he basically spoke off the cuff for about an hour and then took questions for pretty much another hour as well. 
And he really did uh, set a wonderful example during that event. This article continues. He was relaxed, poised, attentive to questioners, and particularly intentional in reaching the students and young people in the crowd. Now, Michael Flynn was a registered Democrat until 2016. He actually felt hopeful when Barack Obama was elected the president in 2012. And of course, he was also elected in 2008 before that. Now, that's it's really just a shame that Barack Obama got into office, was never vetted, spoke all the time about hope and change, and then really caused destruction in the country. Barack Obama is a communist. He divided the nation. He set the nation up for destruction. Michael Flynn said on Monday night that Barack Obama could have helped resurrect the American family. He had a huge opportunity as the first black president in America to really unify people, to point us back to traditional values, strengthening our families and communities. And instead, he said that all white people have racism in our DNA. We're all inherently racist from birth. What kind of a message is that? Is that true? Are the billions of white people on earth automatically racist? What about every other race? Why would that not be the case with them? It just doesn't make any sense. And yet that's the message Barack Obama constantly pushed. Barack Obama pushed for globalism and America with socialist aspects, as Michael Flynn said. This article from the City Sentinel goes on to explain how Michael Flynn spoke about Psalm 23. That's a pretty beautiful psalm. I suppose we could just go ahead and, and read that. But Psalm 23, that's something that Michael Flynn draws great inspiration from. And during all those years when his family was under attack, when he was being driven to bankruptcy by a fraudulent trial, he thought about Psalm 23, which says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's quite the inspiring passage, Psalm 23, that really did push Michael Flynn through his darkest times. He was in that valley of the shadow of death, and yet he saw a light at the end of the valley. He saw a way out. 
yet once he got out of the valley, once he was vindicated in 2020, he decided that he'd have to re-enter the valley and try to help other people through. That's quite inspiring. For someone like Michael Flynn to be so dedicated to his country, to work around the clock on all of these different public engagements, on all of these travels around the U.S., he flew straight to California the morning after our time with him here in Edmond. He had another engagement to go to. And Michael Flynn repeatedly said his travel schedule, all of these engagements, it's exhausting. Yet he feels like he has to try to do something to wake people up. He's disturbed by the direction of the country and he wants to help wake people up. Perhaps America wouldn't be in such a bad place today if this country were full of Michael Flynn's. Just 330 million Michael Flynn's. Could you imagine us being on the brink of annihilation today? Enemies literally rejoicing when a Democrat gets elected, knowing that they can cause havoc on the world stage, knowing that they can now invade Ukraine or build a bomb or whatever they want to do because no one in America is going to hold them accountable. A nation full of Michael Flynn's would not allow this global nonsense. This article from the City Sentinel continues describing that Monday night engagement and just really talking about how Mr. Flynn has solutions. He try, he's seeking solutions. He's trying to take action. And he was urging people the other night to take action as well, to make sure that the next election is secure instead of a sham. He said that people have to repurpose their lives, which I'm going to talk about uh, very soon on Behind the Work as well. Mr. Flynn repeatedly emphasized this is not about Republican versus Democrat. Again, Mr. Flynn was a registered Democrat until 2016. Until he began to support Donald Trump. Because Mr. Flynn could see on the inside of America's government the corruption, the evil that was taking place under Barack Obama. Mr. Flynn talks about a spiritual war. It's a spiritual war. It's light versus darkness, good versus evil. And I don't think Mr. Flynn even fully understands how true that statement really is. We have a book available to you for free at thetrumpet.com titled America Under Attack. Chapter six of this book by Mr. Gerald Flurry is titled Silencing a Critic. And it's all about Michael Flynn. In fact, Michael Flynn read this chapter, he read this book, and he reached out to us. And that's how this public engagement, this two-day experience with Michael Flynn here in Edmond, Oklahoma, all started. 
He read this book and he agreed with every bit of it, he said. There are just some stunning details outlined in America Under Attack. Now, you might have noticed that a lot of this uh, government corruption, these fake trials and court cases against American patriots, all of this stuff is almost intentionally boring. And yet America Under Attack describes it and brings it to life in a way that really no other source does. The, you know, it, it, it involves a lot of text messages, a lot of sort of meaningless language spoken by these high-level treasonous agents. You have to really dig into the details to even understand what's going on with them spying on the, the Donald Trump campaign or with them stealing the election. You have to really dig deep to even figure out what's true about any of this stuff. And it's even hard to pin down who is behind it. A lot of this modern spy warfare is intentionally dull. And yet America under attack brings it to life. I mean, ultimately, it's about treason. It's not boring at all. If we really understand what is happening here, it's treason. What they did to Michael Flynn is treason. Notice someone said about Michael Flynn, he thought truth was the best thing, and they shoved him out. You see, that's from, that's from someone who used to be with the Defense Intelligence Agency, just like Michael Flynn. This man, Patrick Lang, understands that Michael Flynn was pushed out by Barack Obama because Flynn thought truth was the best thing. Is there not something spiritual involved here? Where does truth come from? Who decides what is truth? Who is a liar? These foundational subjects, truth and lies, come from the spirit realm. Notice John 8 verse 44. You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Lies originate with Satan, the devil. Genesis three records the first ever lie and Satan spoke it. So all lies are inspired by Satan, the devil. God is the author of truth. God is truth. Satan is lies. Michael Flynn told the truth about Syria and how Syria was allied with Iran. And therefore, America should have been fighting harder against Syria. Notice this quote from page 94 of America Under Attack. They must have felt threatened, 
even after Obama had gained so much control of the spy agencies and the military, that a military hero with access to the intelligence would expose what they were doing. You see, Barack Obama knew that Michael Flynn was on the inside. He could see what was going on, and he would expose it. It goes beyond Michael Flynn criticizing Obama's lack of action in Syria, though. Flynn also criticized Obama's disastrous nuclear deal with Iran. And ironically, that nuclear deal was implemented on January 16th, 2016. January 16th is an extremely significant date. Notice what the Obama administration had to do to make this Iran deal possible. And, and consider whether this sounds like treason. Page 95 of America Under Attack. To ensure the deal was completed. On January 17th, the Obama administration airlifted $400 million in cash to pay Iran for the release of four innocent American hostages. This was nothing less than a ransom payment to a murderous terrorist regime. The U.S. also returned to Iran seven criminals who were imprisoned or facing charges and also stopped seeking 14 Iranians who were on Interpol's watch list. According to the Wall Street Journal, the cash payment was the first installment of a $1.7 billion settlement the Obama administration agreed to pay Iran. So, spending all this money on Iran, allowing their criminals to go free, and just getting back four Americans in return. You would think maybe this was a little bit of overkill. <laughs> all this money plus all of those Iranian criminals going free. They didn't have to give up that much to get back four American hostages. The Obama administration also allowed Russia to export close to 130 tons of natural uranium to Iran. This nuclear deal has brought Iran immeasurably closer to obtaining the bomb. General Flynn called Iran the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism. And he was absolutely right. That's exactly what Iran is. And yet Obama's entire presidency, his entire foreign policy, was built upon this foolish Iran deal. So Obama was already upset with Michael Flynn for criticizing him on Syria. Then he criticized him on the Iran deal. And then Mr. Flynn did the worst thing imaginable. He agreed to help Donald Trump. And at that point, Barack Obama set his forces in motion to smear Michael Flynn as a Russian agent. And I love the way that Mr. Flurry explains all of this because like I said a lot of these details become a little bit tedious most of the time when you're reading about it the way Mr. Flurry explains it a child could understand and it does make it a lot more interesting now basically James Comey another treasonous agent 
sent in a couple agents to interview Michael Flynn. They made it seem like it wasn't a big deal at all. But they had Michael Flynn's transcripts of hours and hours of conversations with a Russian ambassador. Mr. Flynn was part of the incoming Donald Trump presidential administration. And so it was customary for Flynn to make phone calls to foreign representatives and figure out what their foreign policy was going to be, what their international relations were going to be like. There was nothing wrong with Flynn talking to a Russian ambassador. So they talked for hours and hours, and these transcripts obviously are quite detailed. The agents that were sent in to interview Michael Flynn had access to the transcripts. Michael Flynn did not. But just think about if you've had hours and hours of conversations with someone, are you going to remember every single word of those conversations? And if you don't remember, does that mean you're lying? That's what happened to Michael Flynn. They, they called him a liar because he couldn't remember every detail of hours of conversations with one man. It's just incredible. So this is part of the entire bogus trial the life-destroying trial that Michael Flynn had to go through. And yet he came back out the other side of that dark valley. And he decided to go back into the valley and help other people. What an example. And what a book, America Under Attack. You need to study that. You need to understand what is really happening in America today and how it really is a spiritual war. Michael Flynn is right about that. It's God versus Satan in this nation today. It's not about political parties. It's not about voting. It's about a spiritual war. And for us to survive in that war, we need to truly understand it by studying America under attack. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.